right. It is Thoughts from our Fantasies, presented by Thoughts from Cheap Seats. Uh, I am Steve, alongside, as always, by Byron, a.k.a. Little Snacks, a.k.a. the Byron James. How are you doing today, Snacks? Feel like LeBron James. LeBron looked great in the season opener, even though the uh, Lakers did fall to the Warriors. He looks like he's in midseason form. Looks like he lost a few LBs. He's ready to roll. Still going to be dunking on some people, just like me, Steve. I'll tell you one thing that uh, you're not dunking on, and that's anybody in fantasy because our team sucks. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, We've fallen. We've lost another one. We officially lost five in a row now. Uh, the funny thing is we have a fantasy podcast too. So, uh, um, but sometimes, hey, you know, it's just injuries kill you, man. That's kind of what we're we're experiencing. Injuries. And can I just speak my piece? Because we should have won last week. We should do a weekly segment on you speaking peace. I think every week you're just like, I need to talk about this. Well, so like, A, it was a double whammy. So can we say we picked up Kadarius Tony, which was a great move. A great move. When Darrell Williams was kind of the hot one to pick up that week, picked up Kadarius Tony, who comes out, looks like he's about to go for 30 catches and 300 yards and three touchdowns. And he's out in the first drive. He got 30 yards. <clears throat> and the double whammy is that not only was he out, the Giants were playing the Rams. And the other team had the Rams defense. So yeah. it's like, if Tony's in, maybe things go a little differently. So, so anyway, we lost by like, what, seven or eight? Seven and points, I think. Yeah, so the Tony one was big. And the other two things that just suck are, A, Damian Harris was like questionable. And not only was he questionable, they were playing, the Patriots were playing the Cowboys. And the Cowboys have been pretty good this year, right? So I'm not expecting a positive game script for the Patriots. Turns out. It was a positive game script for the Patriots. Damon Harris has a great game. Had we started him over Devontae Booker, we would have won. And uh, so that was another one. And then the last one was I was watching the Arizona game because, of course, resident Brownie. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Who, who? Kyler Murray has a rushing touchdown that they call back. And they didn't need to call it back. It was like a stupid, which granted, like I'm in a household full of Browns fans. So like, I don't like, I'm not saying this. I'm just thinking this in my head. I'm like, hey, I got Kyler starting for my fantasy. Like, yeah. If, if the Browns ain't going to win, which they very clearly were not going to at this point, like let my man get this rushing touchdown. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, tough, uh, tough game. And then I watched the first half. I don't know if you watched any of the Titans game on Monday. Yeah. I watched the first half when A.J. Brown had nothing, and I was like, okay, so this is just pointless to watch, and I went to sleep. Yeah. He, he did actually finish with a decent stat line. But it, was also, it was also tough watching Derrick Henry just run over everybody knowing we could have had him. Dude, <laughs> he is so good. He's he stupid. So good. Somebody that big should not be able to run that fast. That fast. Outrunning, dude, that, D, like, DBs. That, uh, that like, whatever, 75, 70, whatever it was, yard touchdown at, that he had in the first half, man, like, he made a dude look silly in the hole. And he was gone. And, like, you ain't Insane. catching him. No. No, he is he's fast. He's fast. He's man. on pace for, like, 28 touchdowns this season. <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if he got it. It's insane, man. Um, anyway, so another another rough week uh, for the Snacksimus Maximus. <laughs> so so are we out of it, Steve? Uh, no. Hey, I don't think we are either. You made a good point. You made a good point. First thing is we have a lot of injuries. If everybody is healthy, our team plays to the 
that the capability that it's able to play to or should be playing to, we should be winning these games. And then we only lost that game by five, five and a half points, by the way. Um, uh, And the other thing is, you said it earlier, you know, we lost five in a row. Who's to say you can't win five in a row? That's right. Who's to say you can't win 10 in a row? Bring the ship home. That's true. Back Look at the Bucks. Land. The Bucks at one point in the, during the season last season, the the Bucks were seven and five. That's right. That's what I'm just saying. That's right. It's not about how you start, Steve. How you finish. You damn right. So we shall keep you guys updated weekly and uh, on on the 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 spiraling shift that is our fantasy team. <laughs> That's right. Um, but on to the segment that I know everybody is here to listen to. It is thoughts. From the thoughties. Um, <clears throat> this is our weekly segment where we answer questions that were DM'd to us by you, the listener, on our Twitter. You can reach us at, at underscore TFTCS on the Twitters. That is underscore TFTCS. Go follow your boys. Show some support. Uh, let us know how we're doing on the podcast. We appreciate any feedback, but mostly just positive feedback. Um, so first question I've got. Uh, this is from Jay in Orlando. Appreciate you listening, Jay. My trade. What is my trade potential with Miles Sanders? Ooh. Interesting question. It is an interesting question. Are, are we assuming a uh, redraft or uh, I'm assuming? Yeah, I'm assuming, assuming redraft. Yeah, yeah we're assuming, assuming redraft. redraft. Yeah, I say that mainly because I have Miles Sanders in like three dynasty teams. So. And we don't have him on our team, don't. which uh, not like he'd be helping us right now. So, so I, I don't know, like uh, he's getting a lot of hype right now in the fantasy world about <clears throat> being a buy low because uh, the Eagles apparently have a really good, a really easy, uh, according to the statistics, strength of schedule moving forward into the end of the season. And there was talk coming out this week about uh, the Eagles realizing that their offense sucks and they should give the ball to Miles Sanders more because he looks really good when they do give him the ball. So I would say, is this about, I, I don't even understand the question. Is this about acquiring him or is this about giving him away? Uh, from the, uh, my trade potential with Miles Sanders. I think okay. it, it sounds like he's kind of giving him away, right? It does. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, so I guess we kind of touch on both. I mean, if I have them, what do you, I mean, what are you doing if you have them? So if I have them, I guess and, you're not getting him because you're trying to buy low here. You're not trying to give away – you know what I'm saying? He's not worth much right now. No, he's not. So easy answer would be if I had him and I had him as depth because you probably could have got him in, like, say, the fourth or fifth round. So say you went, like, running back heavy and somebody was offering a pretty good receiver or something and that filled a, filled a, like, filled a hole in the team, that would be an easy – yeah, like, go ahead and trade him. But if, yeah. if you were going to acquire him, say you were a team like ours – and you're you're kind of running empty at this uh, RB two position because uh, you got Christian McCaffrey and he misses two weeks and says he feels pretty good and then they put him on IR for three weeks so now you're like what am I gonna do? Yeah, and to kind of go off that, I mean, we've got receivers, we've got four or five decent receivers. So I mean, when they're healthy, right? I mean, yeah. If you so, put them all together, they make one good receiver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you brought up the schedule though. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so this is. Let me. I'm just gonna go through every game real quick, just because it is interesting to see the teams that that the Eagles do have left. So this week they have the the Raiders in Las Vegas. Then they go to Detroit. They have the Chargers at home. Then they go to Denver. Um, 
New Orleans at home. Then they play the Giants, Jets, football team, Giants, football team, Dallas. A lot of potential wins there. The schedule, that is tempting. Uh, That does make me – that makes me more interested in Miles Sanders based on that, knowing that I've got the Jets, the Giants twice, the football team twice. Um, and Den- I mean, that struggling Denver team and Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I agree. And I mean, especially if it's PPR, cause I mean, he is getting, he's getting some catches. And I think we had looked at this last week, his snap share uh, is going up each week. So it, it was kind of trending away with Gainwell stealing a little more, a little more work and a little more work, but it's been trending up the past couple of weeks. So that's definitely something to monitor moving forward. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's had uh, he's had more yards in the previous week for the past four weeks. So uh, definitely seems to kind of be picking up steam. So could be a player to go target if you're if you are trying to find someone, uh, you know, I guess that buying low area. So uh, you got the next question. Uh, yeah, looks like uh, this one's from. Jim, oh, I cannot pronounce your uh, last name. Jim, Z- uh, I'm going to say Zabowski. Zabowski uh, says Big Ben might as well be the blank in the pocket. Something about filling the blank here, Steve. What do you think Big Ben looks like in the pocket? Um, I guess he's referring to the clock tower <laughs> or England because that man does not move. He's as stiff as a damn board. I don't know. That sounds like it fits perfectly. I'm not sure if that's actually the the answer Jim was going for, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. He does not look very mobile. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look comfortable at all. Um, a lot of quick throws. You can tell he wants to wants to move out of the pocket. Wants to hold on to the ball longer to make stuff happen like he used to ten years ago. But it's just not there. <laughs> I was about to say that's because his his brain still thinks he's from ten years ago. Yeah, it's just not there. So. Um, it, it sucks for the, the Chase Claypool owners out there, like myself and a few of my leagues. Um, <clears throat> I think Chase is the only stealer I have. I don't have Najee Harris in any of my leagues. Um, that's the only it, one it doesn't suck for. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, when you can't throw the ball, you have to at least try and run, right? Well, that and uh, if you can't throw it very far, you can only throw it, throw, throw it to the guy who's next to you. <laughs> right. Uh, the Steelers are going into a bye week this week. Uh, last week, though, was a struggle for – I know Chase Claypool he had two points in our league, uh, two receptions, 17 yards. He did have seven targets. So he is getting targeted. It's just I don't think Big Ben's putting the ball in a place to let these guys make a play when he does throw it to them. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree. Personally, I would – especially non-PPR, I would probably look to get Claypool if somebody's uh, if somebody feels that way. I don't know. And I w- he wouldn't be like the most reliable guy, but without Juju there, I think he's got a pretty good rest of season potential, but he yeah. can very easily flounder in that uh, clock tower offense that they got yeah. running over there. thing is, too, about Claypool is that Deontay Johnson is clearly that, that wide receiver run for that offense. Uh, he's got double-digit targets every game. I think he got hurt in the Denver game. But, I mean, he has double-digit fantasy points in every game as well, highest being 19 in week four against Green Bay, lowest being 11 against Buffalo in week one. So, uh, I guess if you're a Deontay Johnson owner, you can't be too too displeased with what you're getting out, out, of, uh, out of Mr. Johnson. But um, definitely something to worry about. I feel like you're kind of playing a wild card out there every time you're, you're trusting Big Ben with the ball thrown to, to any of your receivers. 
Oh, most definitely. I, as a, as a Juju owner in a couple dynasty leagues, I am excited for next year. I bet. Uh, next question. <clears throat> Does Antonio Gibson's broken shin worry you? Shin worry oh, you? Oh, that's a rest R-O. of season. That's what that acronym is. Oh, okay, okay. R-O. I was like, wait, something shit? What? All you out there, Steve don't speak the fantasy lingo, so I got to read, read the I don't. We appreciate that question, though, Tony out of Pittsburgh. So, do you know what this means? I didn't know he was hurt. He's got like a well, it's a stress fracture in his. Uh, I think it's a tibia, or is it? Yeah, tibia. I think, um, which is your shin bone, basically. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know what that is. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. I, I wasn't so sure, Steve. I don't know. You went to school for marketing. I wasn't sure they taught you how to market <laughs> your shin bone over there. Uh, so. It, it's interesting. Um, he did leave. I'm pretty sure he left last week's game. Uh, I don't know if it was for that direct reason. I don't believe it actually was, but he didn't practice yesterday either. So it's just it, it's one of those like you need to monitor it right now. If you got Gibson, um, I personally and all, all like the dynasty leagues that I could, I don't know if I would pick him up and redraft, but I picked up Jared Patterson, who is. Uh, Rookie JD McKissick is probably owned and he would probably get a pretty good amount of work if Gibson went down for anything longer. But I like Jared Patterson as a stash. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's anything to worry about too much at the moment, but it is it's interesting in, in my opinion. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. I was kind of reading up on it. Uh, he was limited to 23 snaps uh, last week as he did kind of spend considerable time receiving treatment on the sidelines. Uh, Rivera did tell reporters this week that he went un- underwent an MRI on the injured shin. Um, so I guess I kind of just uh, monitor his status going into Sunday. He's he's had been having a decent season. I mean, besides last game against the Chiefs, I mean, he's been putting up – he had three straight double-digit point weeks. Um, he's got over 100 yards in week three, and then he had over 80 in both week four and five, putting up 20, 14, and 16 and a half points in fantasy. So – uh, not the production you're getting out of Antonio Gibson is not bad. Obviously, this kind of sucked. He has a, a lingering injury like this in his shin. I would just kind of keep an eye on it. If if they say he's going though this week, I feel like you kind of got to put him out there. Uh, Green Bay's run defense isn't necessarily good. Uh, they kind of got uh, gashed a little bit last week um, uh, against the Bears. So I would definitely roll him out there against the Packers. Spoken from a man with 37 Packer items in his uh, background, I, I think you can listen to that. Yeah, I would. So, all right. Anything else, Antonio? You get the next question. No, I mean, I, I just like I said, I would I would watch closely. If you have like, if your running back situation is just desolate and you're just picking up flyers, especially yeah. in deeper leagues, I, Jared Patterson would be on my roster. Um, look him up. He's a rookie. I think he went to Buffalo something like that, but he had really good college uh, collegiate success. I think he was either undrafted or drafted really late, but had a good preseason and uh, looked good. So anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of all I have to add there. Next question uh, from uh, this looks like Alex out of West Virginia. What the F is going on with the Ravens backfield, Steve? <laughs> Should I roster any of these goons? Oh. 
I don't know. I mean, as as Tyson, as a once upon a time Tyson Williams owners, uh, it's just it's a crapshoot, right? Once it's upon like a, a Tyson. What's what's once upon a Tyson? Um. Uh. I mean, I don't. It is. It is. It is it's most a definitely a crapshoot, and you are also not once upon a Tyson uh, owner. Are we you still are still upon a Tyson? Still upon a Tyson. At the moment, I mean, I'm just not ready to cut. But like. Because I am not convinced that any of these so-called goons, as uh, Alex so eloquently put it here, I'm not convinced that they are going to, anybody's going to take the reins. Latavius has been pretty serviceable. If you've uh, had Latavius, you're actually probably not upset with his output, but he doesn't look like anything special out there. Like The problem is when you've got a team like this, I mean, you, you play one of these running backs, you play a, a Williams, you play a Murray. Um, Obviously, you're you're hoping for the the touchdown, right? Because I mean, yep. it, the the yards are getting spread so thin, or amongst everybody, mm-hmm. that you either need a long run or you need a touchdown to get to make that start count. Yep. Or you're getting that projected points um, that you thought you might be getting whenever you put them out there. So, I don't, it, like I said, it's crapshoot. Um, it a situation here, you know, maybe this is where if you're rolling one of these guys out, you try and go get that Miles Sanders. Maybe, yeah, yeah. To kind of replace so. that because I think Miles Sanders is going to give you that more steady production. May not be a hit or miss like some of these guys might give you. I mean, the thing with the Ravens' offense, any of these guys can go for 100 yards at any time because that offense is so dynamic, right? Um, so, I mean, like I said, if you if you want to take a chance there, take it. I, it goes back to that uh, Tyler Lockett situation where you're hoping for those long plays, right? And that's just kind of what this Ravens' offense is is, is turning into. Oh, that's what you think of Tyler Lockett now? Because at the beginning of the season, I'm pretty sure you thought that's he was... that's a, that's what you that's what I've said that all along. It was like oh, going for the home run ball. Uh huh. And I said he wasn't going to keep producing, and you were like, "Man, I don't know." Tyler Lockett is like the best receiver. Well, Russell in Wilson NFL. got hurt, so oh, you think that's that's what happened? Russell Wilson giving like four or five deep balls a game. Russell Wilson is is really good at throwing the deep ball. So any, anyway, to to answer this man's question from my perspective, should I roster any of the of the Ravens backfield. Yes. I honestly don't think it's a bad idea to roster any of them. Um, if you're in a position where you're having to roster multiple, then you're probably in a, in a bad position, but in some of my deeper leagues in a couple of my leagues, I have Tyson. And then in like the deeper ones I've picked up, but where I just have free space, it ain't like I'm, I'm holding a. Now, yeah. If you're playing these guys where it's like, Hey, this guy's hurt. I'm playing. I'm not, I'm saying I wouldn't count on them every weekend and week out. Well, of course, of course not. No, yeah, of course not. Latav- if you had to right now, you'd want Latavius. And yes. I think he's banged up now. So that's where I'm, I'm kind of – I'm interested now. So if he's banged up, either A, Tyson's going to get more of the work again, or B, I, I could see I, – I rostered Freeman. I, I rostered Devontae in a couple leagues. So we'll see. Crazy how many people are running the ball for the Ravens right now. I know it is Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, Tyson Williams. Um, ESPN is saying they would not play Latavius this week. He is questionable, so um, that is something to look out if you have Murray in your lineup right now. Uh, maybe go pick up a, 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 a Le'Veon Bell if he's available in your league. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe Devontae Freeman or Devontae who Freeman. Knows? Like that, but you're right. It's a crapshoot. You could start any three. Say Latavius sat out, 
you could start any of the three of them, and, and I would not be surprised if they had a good game. Yeah. Or I wouldn't be surprised either if they put up four points. No, I would expect them to put up four points. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, Lamar to take all of the, uh, the good stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, next question. Uh, all your people have been saying Javante was going to take over the backfield. When is that going to happen? This is out. Uh, this is oh, this is from Sean in Springfield. Not sure where Springfield. There's a lot of Springfield, but yeah, Sean I'm Springfield. Say, Appreciate you. I'm gonna say Springfield, Illinois, in Missouri. Sean, but- let us know. No, 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 no. I, I made it up, Steve. You had your chance to decide where Springfield was. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> what, you, you love Springfield? Is that what you're about to say? Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of Springfield. Oh, yeah. Don't you uh, don't like the Simpsons? Take, like, uh, family Simpsons? vacations to Missouri? Yeah. That's why I knew it was Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Typical. Typical. Answer the question. You look like the type of dude who goes to family vacations. Answer the damn question. <laughs> so. So this is uh, this is one that's actually kind of interesting. Like it's been going around in the uh, speaking of the fantasy world uh, earlier, like the whole Miles Sanders thing. E- everybody thinks has been saying since before the season, oh, Javante is going to take over the backfield one of these weekends or next weekend. It's always, oh, hey, Javante look good. You see that run he had, the highlight, he's going to take it over. I don't think, me personally, I don't think Javante is taking over anything. I think they're, him and Melvin Gordon are going to be a dead even split the whole season. And that's all there is to it. That's my answer. Very simple. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, too. Um, it looks like they're, they're getting the same amount of carries. They're splitting it down the middle. Um, the Broncos are a team right now to where if you're playing a bad team, if they're playing a bad team, they're going to beat the bad teams. But if you're playing a, a, a better team, it, they don't seem to perform as well, obviously. So they're kind of in that middle of the pack of the league. Um, looking at Javante's... what about the brownies? Are the brownies bad? That's who they're currently playing as we speak. Oh, it's true. No, I think the Browns' defense is actually really good. What's uh? What's funny know, is you got the Cardinals to lit y'all up. I I like all this front four though. They did, but that was such a fluke game. Like they were just so there's just stupid things that happened. I speak like I'm, I sound like you right now. I sound like a damn Packer fan. He's got Listen seventeen brownie things behind him too. So. <laughs> Trust the man. <laughs> Listen to me, man. The first couple possessions, they gave up a touchdown on a third and 21 and a third and 15. And it's like, come on, man. You can't be doing this. And then Baker got smashed from behind, and then it's 21-0. He, Baker was trying his hardest to make something happen in that game. He was trying. And all he made happen was his shoulder yes. bend back. Yes. yes. He came right back in the game. I was surprised by that. He, he did. I'm sure he could play tonight if he – it push came to shove, but I don't know. My uh, wife texts me, best start to a game yet. Wow, Broncos must be bad. So apparently, I don't know the score, but apparently they're not doing well. Do you want me to tell you the score? Let's look it up real quick. It well, is. <clears throat> My boy, Dearness Johnson. 7-0. Browns have the ball, and they're driving in the – they're in Devon territory, 36. Let's look at some numbers up. for the fantasy owners out there. Case Keenum, 6-7 for 72 yards. Uh, Melvin Gordon is two carries, three yards. Uh, Dernis Johnson, running back for the Browns, uh, five carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown. So, If you were a savvy fantasy owner last week, you picked yeah. up Dernis Johnson. He was, he was the guy to get. He was the by guy that, to get. By that 
I mean, me, Steve. I'm the savvy fantasy owner that picked up Darius Johnson. <laughs> well, it, it's deeper leagues where like Chubbs out and Kareem Hunt's like, okay, I'll yeah. pick up Darius Johnson. Yeah. Anyway, but Devonte, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out there and or I wouldn't count on anything happening this season. Maybe next season. Uh, it seems like Melvin's on. It's kind of the. You know, the, the, the running back position has like a five-year stretch. It's just like Melvin Gordon was really relevant three years ago. And yeah. now it's just he's just, you know, old news. So He's coming up on his seventh inning, inning stretch. Yep. Yep. Um, next question. I think, do we have one more? Uh, yeah. Uh, which Charger wide receiver do you want to own the rest of Ooh, the season? I like that this is question. from – Matthew out of the friendly skies, whatever that means. Hi, Matthew. We appreciate uh, you listening to the show out of the friendly skies. Um, you got to go Mike Williams, right? What's the format? We're going to say half PPR because that's what we always say. But I'll right, say half PPR. That's fair. If I was a gambling man and I had to say which one of them finished with more fantasy points. From this moment on, I would choose Keenan Allen. I mean, it's not look, cra- obviously that's not crazy. I'm going to pull look, both their numbers up right now. It's not crazy, but looking at the numbers for just this year, and if you acted like none of the years prior existed, then you would yeah. think it was crazy. Okay, so Keenan Allen right now has 39 receptions for 419 yards. Uh, one touchdown, which is very surprising. Mm-hmm. One touchdown for 65 and a half fantasy points in our league, which is half point, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike Williams has 33 receptions, so he's got six catches less than Keenan. 498 yards, which is about 70 yards more. Six touchdowns. Uh, in 102, uh, 102.5 fantasy points. So he's 40-ish, 40-ish more fantasy points. Is six touchdowns better than one touchdown, Steve? Uh, yes. Hmm. Target-wise, too. Let's look at targets because those matter as well. Keenan Allen has 58 targets. Mike Williams, 56. Why do targets matter, Steve? Um... Because that means Keenan Allen's getting just as many chances to make plays as Mike Williams. Technically are, all, are all targets created equal? Well, you have targets down the field, which I think is what Keenan Allen – well, no, I think – I was going to say Mike Williams getting more of, but Keenan Allen stretches the field as well. Yeah, but I think this year Mike Williams has been the – He has been I, – I feel like he has too. Just from the, I mean, from the Chargers game I've seen, it He's seems like – so, I mean, the thing is, though, you if you – yeah, because I'm kind of basing that off highlights, you don't see the drop passes that maybe Keenan Allen is making downfield. Maybe. So. Maybe. I just I'm, – I'm, I think it's an interesting question because Mike Williams is the obvious answer given the way the season has gone. Yeah. And it's not like if I had Mike Williams and somebody offered me Keenan Allen straight up, I would take Keenan Allen. Yeah. It's, just, it's more of a gamble on, like, having watched – not every snap of the Chargers, but a, a fair amount of the Chargers this year. It seems like, like especially when uh, the Chargers uh, played the Brownies, they Mike Williams had like two touchdowns. Like I think both of his touchdowns might have been busted coverage. At least one was, and it's just like okay, so 
that's a 40, 50 yeah. yard touchdown that like, yeah, great job. And, but, and to go to your point too, and look at this, it's, you might actually be right here. Uh, so you look at Ken Allen production over the first six games. Uh, this will start week one. We'll go down. So 18, 18.5, 29.5, 1.5, 32, and then three. Mike Williams, yeah. yeah. That's Mike Williams. So it's just yeah. like he's two huge games, like Cooper Cup games. Cooper yeah. Cup might put the most fantasy points of all time up this season, <laughs> by the way. He very well. I love it because I drafted him by two of my leagues. <laughs> uh, and then so you go over to Keenan Allen, much more consistent across the board. 14.5, 12, 15, 6.5, 10, and 7.5. So, I mean, if, if, if Mike Williams gets on a run to where he has a few slow games, Keenan Allen's probably going to be putting up double digits every week. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it'll, it'll, it's definitely going to be a lot closer. They're going to be a lot closer in numbers coming into the, the season. Uh, we'll have to go back and kind of uh, re-answer this question at the end of the season, at the end of the fantasy season. So, I think, um, especially barring injury, I think if, if it were my team, I would want Mike Williams in a flex. I would want Keenan Allen as like just one of the receivers you're plugging in every week. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, give me that 30 point upside in the flex. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that was it from the thoughts from the thoughties, but I do want to, I do kind of want to go into, I saw, I saw this in our notes that we had for the show, Deshaun Watson. So it seems like stuff's kind of picking up. So let's just talk through that whole situation real quick. Kind of the last thing we talk about uh, before we end the episode. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's cool with me. I guess you're going to miss over my show note where I was what specifically asked you a question where I said, is one in five a bad start? Well, I figured we already talked about that because our fantasy <laughs> team's one in five. That was answered. I just think it's funny. So so the Deshaun Watson news pops up out of nowhere yesterday, huh? Yeah, How about that? yeah, yeah. I can't tell. I mean, I've kind of read a little bit um, as a dynasty Deshaun owner who would love if he came back, his moral character notwithstanding. That's not what yeah. this is about. Dis- disavow what he does out off the field. Disavow. Disavow. I, I thought you said <laughs> this is about what he does no, off the field. No, disavow. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, in a fantasy world, I I mean, I hope I hope something happens, and I could very well see like it's half and half. The stuff I see, half people said, "Yeah, rumors are coming out of like well-regarded journalists." The other half are like, "The shit's false." Yeah, it, I mean, so if you're the Miami Dolphins, what are you giving up? If 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 GM Tua. snacks isn't that's, I mean, they're not going to do two up for. Deshaun straight up. Okay, so you're saying what – I see. Go ahead. Finish your question. Yeah, yeah. So, so what are what are you going to give up for, for Deshaun Watson? Are you going to give up three first? I'm the GM of the, – The Dolphins. Miami. Obviously, Tua is going to be in there. Which Okay, can we talk about Tua for a second? We can talk about whatever well, you want, Steve. It's let's talk world. about Tua for a second. Let's talk about Tua for a second. Looking at his numbers just for this year, <clears throat> obviously he's been hurt since week two against Buffalo. Uh, got hurt early in that game. Um, so we'll just leave that game out. So week one against New England, 16 and 17 for 202 yards, touchdown, did have an interception, uh, and then had four carries, a yard, and a touchdown on the ground for 16 fancy points. Week six against Jacksonville, 33 of 47, 
70% completion percentage, which is not bad. Uh, 329 yards, two touchdowns, interception, three carries for 22 yards on the ground for 21 fantasy points. Well, I, and I watched the tail end of the the game last week in London. Don't think two is the problem in Miami, but that's just me. Two is certainly not the problem, no. It, he doesn't look bad. So, I mean, which I guess may be reason for the Texans to go get Tua and just see, hey, can we make something out of him? Because Tua is going to be better than – Who the Davis hell is Mills? Davis Mills. Right? Well, maybe not Tyrod Taylor. That's very true because Tyrod looked damn good week one. He he looked damn good beating, tying the Browns until he left with a yeah hammy. Yeah. Um, uh, so you actually just brought up an interesting perspective that I haven't thought of. What what if it was the Texans inquiring about Tua yeah. more than it was the Dolphins inquiring about Sean wow. Watson? Yeah. Which, but the thing is too is like if you're the Dolphins, you can't make contact, or if you're the Texans, you can't make contact with the Dolphins. Being like, hey, what do you want for Tua? Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe then your so, value. So your value is like, oh, y'all are coming to us for this guy. I know what you're saying in in negotiation power. Like, yes, I I would say this. I don't Which, think Tua is the problem, but Tua is not currently Deshaun Watson. No, he's not. The thing is, too, though, is Deshaun's future is also, I guess, up in the air. I mean, what? Who knows what comes of all of this allegations and all that. Um, but even then, you got to think this man signed a long-term deal for a lot of money. He's a lot of ben, ben Simmons of the NFL. Yes, yes. Um, even though Ben Simmons might be one of the worst players on the Sixers, um, for a lot of money, just just last year, and now you want out. Which I'm not saying he, he Bill O'Brien. What was he doing? Right, ruining careers. Ruining careers. D-hop for a penny? Ruining and a third rounder? A, and an organization at the same time. Yeah. So he was he was uh, simultaneously helping some careers, ruining and then others. He, and then you let J.J. Watt go. So I get, you know, the frustration that probably Deshaun has with that organization. Um, but, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. The trade deadline's coming up here. I think it's the first or second week of November. I think it's week eight. Week seven, week eight. So I think I saw like November second, something like that. Yeah, I know it's early November. Um, so I'd be curious to see uh, if Deshaun's out there in one of your leagues, and you have a guy that. I mean, who is so? Do you have a who? Uh, Tannehill, somebody like that. I mean, any really any guy that you're not relying on. A big Ben, or you, could, or <laughs> you don't pull, have that. Yeah. One of my favorite moves, which is if your league will let you do it, just go a week without a kicker. If your team is good and it, it's got a commanding lead or like in one of my stupid leagues, it's a 10-team league, but eight teams make the playoffs. And like, okay, if eight teams make you're the playoffs. Sitting, you're sitting third or fourth right now. It's yeah. Like you're guaranteed in. Yeah. Like I would almost rather – so like what I did last week was I had a running back. I had a couple of them, but – uh, Dearness Johnson was, I think, was one, and Jarek McKinnon was another one. And it, like Jarek McKinnon probably isn't going to do anything, but it's like okay, like I would rather the chance of Jarek McKinnon with Clyde Edwards-Alaire out, and he blows up this week, 
I already got him on the team versus this kicker that's going to give me seven points. Like, yeah. yeah, more than likely not going to make the difference. And even if it does, like, I'm still going to make the playoffs and it's whatever. So, no, absolutely, I'm there. So, we'll have to uh, obviously we'll keep tabs. If anything comes out this week, we'll talk about it next week on the episode. Uh, anything else you have around the NFL? Uh, no, I just, I mean, I think the Deshaun stuff to kind of wrap that up, like, I think keeping like look around in your league if something was to break and he goes to Miami, Will Fuller may be that's true, an option. He's on IR currently, short term, but I think with Tua, he doesn't like he's he doesn't really excite me. But yeah. if Deshaun comes in, all of a sudden, all of the skilled players, Miles Gaston included, um, they all become more, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he even though he had a good game last week, but. I think him and Tua are good for each other. They like, oh, I mean, they play as, their whole college career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and it's like seems just the way they like. I wasn't watching the game, but I was listening to a lot of the London game this last weekend, and it was a lot of short throws and just hitting waddle and whatever. Um, which, by the way, is still Robinson season. It is. I, I was thinking about you the whole time watching that game because <laughs> he's actually good at football. <laughs> I don't is. understand. It, he is. It's it's weird because like the Jags usually suck and they still suck, but he is. Yeah. Uh, he's good at football. So that's. That, I mean, that's that's all I got. Hopefully, Steve, we can uh, prayer out a win or something. I don't know in this ESPN fantasy team. Yeah, I, I like our chances. We we're gonna turn it around. We're gonna turn it around. So we'll be porting W next week. I'm confident. I'm confident. That's right. That's right. So, well, that is all we have for the week seven look ahead into the NFL. Is it week seven? Yep. Yeah. Week seven look ahead in the NFL season. Just had to make sure I was right. Uh, we hope you all go off, use this info we've given you, enjoy the show. We appreciate all the messages we get on Twitter uh, from all the listeners out there. Keep them coming. Again, that is at underscore TFTCS on Twitter. Dawson, the Chief Seats. We appreciate each and every one of you. We all see you next week. Ooh, ooh. Go shake it for me, baby. Go get a little crazy. Go throw a tantrum. It's the Louisiana anthem. Go shake it for me, baby. Go get a little crazy. Louisiana anthem. Uh, Baton Rouge, where you at? Shreveport, Lake Charles, Bill Plant, Lafayette, huh? huh? Coming live from the gutter. Louisiana, baby, tell your mama that I love her, huh? New Orleans bounce down here. Hand grenade, Bourbon Street. Can you hear it in your ear? Can you hear me? Hey, gon' shake it for me, baby. Monroe, Thibodeau, Beignets, Gumbo. Huh? What's up, what's up, Drew Brees? Can you hear me? Shout out the Saints, where you at? Bossier City, LSU, baby, and we never gon' stop. Sell it on
Louisiana 